Hey, everybody. Welcome to La Femme versus Nikita. This is episode seven? Seven. Yeah. Episode seven. All right. We're going to jump right in. We are going to jump right into this episode, these episodes. We are doing episodes six of La Femme Nikita and Nikita this week. What did you think, cynical black dude? After last week and like the meh kind of feeling I had from Elephant, I was very happy with these episodes. Like, uh, there's a lot that I look for in certain shows. Like, we joke about uh, Killing Eve, how we don't care about the background plot. We just want to see the interaction between Eve and uh, Villanelle. Yeah. And in LFN... What's the 12? What's the 12? Who cares? Yeah, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> I just finished the season. Like, I'm rewatching bits and pieces. I'm still not sure what's going on in the plot. But it doesn't matter. Like, I got what I wanted out of that show. <laughs> but, uh... Elephant's different because normally when you watch something like a procedural, the background crime is only mildly interesting. You're looking at it for the characters. Nikita's different because I actually like the story for each episode, but I'm also here for the interaction between the characters. And I feel like this episode really did both of those really, really well. Like the background story and how it affects Nikita and her interaction with uh, Section 1 and Nikita and Michael. Like, I feel like we had so much going on with both of these that this was a very, very well done episode that gave me a lot. Like, I'm very happy with it. I feel slightly differently. I yeah. did not enjoy these episodes that much. Oh. Like, I thought they were okay. Yeah, I thought they were okay. It was a big struggle for me, actually, to get through the LFN episode. Um, the first time and then it was a a bigger struggle the second time because I was tired but but I made it and then the Nikita episode I I enjoyed a bit more um but we'll get into the reasons for for why that is but I think overall it's not even just it's not even that they were bad episodes they are not by any stretch of the imagination are these bad episodes I just didn't connect with them um that much this week okay well We'll get into Nikita and what I liked about that one. But yeah, like I actually liked both of these and like, especially with Nikita, like the underlying themes. But yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. Let's see. Yeah. Like, I'm interested to hear what I you mean, have to say. I mean, listen, I might change my mind as we are talking about it. I, I reserve the right to change my mind as we are talking about it. But okay. so LFN is uh, called Love. This episode is called Love, which is interesting. Because I think Nikita's episode probably should have been called Love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like. So that's, that's weird. Um, so we start with uh, this week's bad guy. I don't know his name. Do you remember his name? Uh, did I write it? It's something that starts with a B. Bauer. Bauer. I remember Bauer. So yeah. this guy is like an uber villain. But like yeah. he's evil without cause. Yeah, like, like it's so, so strange. I actually on the second watch is I got it. Like once again, it's like I was saying last episode. Like sometimes they want to make a person especially bad for a certain reason. This goes to that last line between uh, Nikita and Madeline at the end, like shades of gray. So I feel like that's why they made him so bad to make that. We'll get to that end, like so yeah. impactful. Yeah, but right. okay. So when it starts off, he's talking to these other bad guys, and he's you know. He's like, I got the whatever 
biological yeah. chemical warfare the most, agents. Yeah. Thing. It had the like, most MacGuffin ass name I've I ever heard. It. Like Elvirus <laughs> or something. I was like, yes. is this Elvirus. Yeah, I was like, this feels a little like, like inappropriate. Like what? Elvirus? Is that really what we are calling this? Elvirus? Like, and not even like L virus but the way they were saying it was really like it was spanish like yeah like and like i was like i had to turn on sometimes i was like what are we like what what are we saying and like oh no we really are saying elvirus okay and with a straight face sure okay just straight mcguffin don't care they have um elvirus and uh it's you know it's terrible it's gonna kill all the people and he's trying to show his bad guy compatriots on the computer like oh look this is what it will do here are the numbers and they're like we don't believe you yeah these are just numbers on a screen it doesn't mean anything to us and then he goes and sends his nephew and the cat yo what did the cat do like Like, like, he he sends them into a room and then releases, I don't know why I said his nephew. Actually, he's like, yeah. he's like a son to me. Yeah, like 10 years I've been taking care of him since his family died. This is the closest thing I've got to like a family member left. And he was him and a cat, which I also just have to ask, why were the gas cans just set up in a random room in your own house? Right. Like, but, you know. Let's... You need to keep that off site. Like, yeah. or at least, you know, we learn later he's on a giant summer camp, basically. You can put, you can build an outpost for your chemical warfare agents. That like you kills can do that. radically quickly and horrifically. Like, right. you know, let's not keep it in the house. Like, I don't right. know. That just seems, that seems like a move to make. But. So, yeah, he sends his, his adoptive son and the cat down there and turns on the chemical agent and kills them super quick. And then his bad guy friends are like, oh, awesome. Yeah, we like this. And I'm like, why? Why was this necessary? Yo, like, I, so the whole premise is that he's supposed to be showing his cred. Like, they're asking him not just to procure the chemical, but to be willing to use it for them. Um, and they're like, you know, he's pretty much a terrorist for hire. Like, they're making yeah. these demands, and he's supposed to be taking action. So they're like, well, how do we know you're really going to do this thing? Like, you know, you just say you are. And he's trying to show he's about it. But I was like... But this much? Like, yeah, like, like, like you don't have to kill your... Your, your family like family you can get a guard or something <laughs> like <laughs> that's what mooks are for it doesn't but, it doesn't make sense it just it does not make sense to me at all to kill your family member unless you unless you're just actually psychotic or yeah, something then there's a bunch maybe. about this bad it doesn't make sense to me but we'll get to that other stuff later on yeah. so so then he we go to where we go to section 1 then right yeah. And yeah. operations is given the rundown, like this is Bauer, and he's worked with all the who's who of terrorism across the world, and you know, yada yada. We gotta take this guy down. And he mentions Red Cell at this point. Have we heard of Red Cell before? Isn't that the one where Nikita went undercover um and met with the crazy Yeah, is that yeah, the okay. same? I think that was Red the same Cell? one. The 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 planes that kept crashing. Yes. That episode. Yes. Yeah, like okay. episode two. Right. Okay. So it's the same Red Cell. So that's good. That at least the organization keeps popping up, even though the people keep changing. Yeah. So it's kind of low-key setting them up as a bigger deal than maybe 
<clears throat> excuse me, maybe we initially thought like that yeah. Red Cell was going to be a one-off. So maybe just there are certain characters within Red Cell will be a one-off and we'll get somewhere with them eventually. Did anything else happen in this scene? Um, they mentioned that the big deal was that the virus was stolen from the U.S., which would okay. violate all of the uh, chemical warfare laws. So they got it. That's surprising. what they got to get back. Yeah. It sounds very on brand for America. Like, we can have it and you cannot. Like, let's all make a pact that none of us have this thing. But low-key, we totally have it and are doing R&D. Like, that's my expectation. All I could think of in my head was this meme I saw recently where it's um, Captain America and uh, the main superhero from uh, The Boys. And it's, I mean, sorry, not Captain America, Superman. And it's like how America views himself, Superman. How the rest of the world views America. And uh, the Homelander from the boys. And that's what I'm thinking of now. It's that, yeah. Like... Yeah. I mean, you know, that's our truth. So <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to the train station and we meet like 97 Bonnie and Clyde. And they <laughs> are strutting down the train station. They're all decked out in leather and very, very... Um, they're not grunge it's more like a techno like yeah. european techno sort of deal is, going it is on very 97 it is it's, very it's very loud like their whole vibe is very very loud yeah. um and they get into this limo and they're like now's the perfect time to start making out we've been waiting this whole time and then nikita turns around she's like gotcha so we know what's about to happen yeah. Right. I, Obviously. I, I love Nikita's nonchalant captures where she's just chewing gum, not even holding the gun straight with the floppy wrist and just smiling at him like, no, this is done. Like, you know, yeah. we transition then like they're in the interrogation room at section one. Madeline. I love this scene so much. <laughs> How Oof. long does this scene take? Five seconds, maybe? Not Ten? even. Like, yo. Like, oh my, it's so fast. She just does one lap of the room. That was That's it. it. That's it. So they're tied up. Madeline walks in there. She's like, look, whichever one of y'all talk first gets to live and walks out the room. And that's that. <laughs> like, I don't need to say anything again, else. The difference between Madeline and Amanda. Madeline's not playing games. She's not bluffing you. She came in. She spit some facts. And real recognize real. They're mercenaries. They heard them facts. And they're like, she is not playing games. Like, hey, when you're a real bad guy, you don't have to do bad guy speeches. Yo, not at all. And that's the thing, you know. You just this is what it is. Either you win it or you're not. Here are the consequences. Boom, we out. So what happens? Of course they break. But yeah. <laughs> so then, oh gosh, we get to Walter. We, yes, I just literally from my notes is Walter creepy. That's like, yes. That I was... added AF. Walter is creepy AF. Like I am so concerned for my 16 year old self thinking that walter was like a sweet guy and not <laughs> a creepy old dude like he is so creepy and like, i see that now obviously yeah. but man what has the world done to women that i mean obviously i don't speak for all women but I'm sure I'm not the only one who found Walter to just be like, oh, shucks. Look at this old guy, like, flirting with Nikita. Oh, it's so cute. It's not cute at all. At all. 
at all. At all. It's so gross and predatory. <laughs> and, but at least, at least for you, this was 1997. I just rewatched something the other day that I enjoyed that was only like 11 years old and realized how, I don't want to say in offensive, but just a Monel. I don't know who's watched Supergirl. I wasn't a big fan, but I watched enough to immediately stop watching because he was in there. But yeah, he's a character from Supergirl, and he is just the epitome of a douche. Like, that's the best I can put it. Like, just that frat boy, obnoxious, gaslighting women, nagging women, just kind of a trash for a human being. And just, like, all that douchebag behavior that, like, when you hear that term now that really encompasses it all, that. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So... We use him as a as a rating system now. Yeah. How, uh, many Mon- how many Monels? Yeah. Or actually, not even. How high on the Monel scale? Because exactly. you if, you're mul- if you're multiple Monels, it's not even a show we would have entertained in the first place. Right. Like, like you, you come shouldn't actually be on the scale. You should be a zero. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're rating on the scale, that means that there's a problem, but it's like, how much of a problem are you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, so is it enough that- to keep me from watching the show? I don't know. But anyway, Walter, creepy as fuck. Like, it's not, it's not cute. Like, not at all. And Nikita's kind of like flirting back with him a little bit. And even they even get Michael in on it. Michael comes in and smiles. It's yeah. so weird. Michael doesn't smile. Like, what is happening? Why are you having Michael co-sign on this nonsense? Why? <laughs> like, like, so sometimes while I'm taking notes, I'm not exactly looking at the screen. So I hear them say that Michael's coming in. And I'm thinking, oh, Michael's going to give him the sour face. Like, oh, here's this dude flirting with Nikita. You know Michael's not about that. And then I look up and see Michael's face. And, like, I had to pause and rewind the 10 seconds. I was like, that was not how I, what? Right. And it was such a weird smile, too. Because, yeah. you know, he's not comfortable. Like, his mouth muscles are not yeah. used to moving in that way. So it was very odd for him. Um, so then Michael and Nikita leave. And Michael is being super sweet. On account of he ordered Nikita's beat down yes. in the previous episode. So he's trying yes. to be extra nice now. It's very and, weird. <laughs> and I just had Nikita is not having it. Just call it bullshit. Like, we don't have to do this. Right. We don't have to do this at all. Like, yep. I mean, just... Nikita's got jokes this whole episode. Yeah. Really. <laughs> like, she's talking slick out the side of her mouth the entire episode. And I do, um, I do appreciate that. Yeah. So... Like... After your job has you beaten, you're allowed to feel some type of way. Like, you might understand that it was necessary for the job, but I think you can feel some type of way. (laughs) Yeah. So they go to see um, Madeline, and we get the good old trope. You have to pose as a married couple in order to infiltrate this business or bad guy lair or whatever the hell. I actually love this trope. It's one of my favorite tropes. Um, You got the button. It doesn't work out like how I would prefer it to work out, but it's still got the, you know, it's got the basics of the trope here. So they're going to pose as a married couple to go infiltrate Bowers, like team or whatever. And Madeline gives them the rundown. And as they're leaving, Nikita asks her, well, which one broke? And Madeline, gee, she's like, both did. Of course they did. Madeline is not new to this. So then Nikita says, oh, so who gets to go free? (laughs) Oh, Nikita. Like, 
I understand like Nikita kind of always has to have hope because yeah. if she doesn't then she's not Nikita but like this one kind of I felt bad for her <laughs> on this yeah. one for asking that ridiculous question <laughs> yeah but before we get to that I do want to talk about the scene where they decide they have to play married mm. because um the rings first yes I love the scene where they get the rings from Madeline and they try to put them on and they have each other's ring and so Nikita's like oh this is too big and so Michael puts the ring on her finger when he's like, oh, this one's yours. And I was like, oh, they're leaning heavy into this marriage. I thing. did not like this. Uh, I mean, you don't have to like it. I don't think it was great, but I just, I recognize they were leaning heavy. And then Nikita's like, oh, do I have to love, honor, and obey? And Michael's response, just obey. I was like, I, I don't know how I felt, but I felt some type of I like that. that part, though. Oh. Something, they listen, I am who I am. Like, <laughs> when... <laughs> It was just, you know, the whole like ring thing. I was like, Ugh, like I don't like fluffy, and that, yes, as yes. we have well established, like yes. the I whole picture of angst. Yes, the whole picture. Yes. yes, and all that like ring stuff. It made me feel weird on the inside. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I was like, uh, fast forward. I don't like it. And but then when she started being snarky. With the and love on her obey, he's like, just obey. Now I was like, yes, <laughs> this I am here for. <laughs> and there you go. You've just summed up cynical black dude who's not quite cynical enough to roll <laughs> with Alicia. <laughs> I'm down with warm and fluffy sometimes. I yeah. I'm happy. I got I too mean, much hate in my heart for real life. I have to be in a very specific mood to want like warm and fluffy stuff. Like, there are a lot of shows that I have bailed on because they're too warm and fluffy. And they're like really good shows. I'm like, everybody's just so sweet. What's the point? Like, <laughs> so you can go reread that Morning Sound fan fiction and get some real angst in your heart. Nope. There's a limit. There is a <laughs> limit uh, to my like angst bucket, I guess. So then we go to the summer camp and Michael and yeah. Nikita. First, I would like to mention Nikita's wig. So, <laughs> yes, I knew it because I saw that one and I was. <laughs> what I'm wondering is if we should start a drinking game. No, 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 because those bad wigs to get us, those bad wigs to give me liver poisoning. We're not playing that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. <laughs> like, there was only one bad wig in this episode. Yeah, like it's only one, but it was real bad. Like, it was very bad. It was very very bad um and also what was the purpose because the original person was blonde and also they had never seen her so why this ugly wig because obviously obviously section one has an entire stable of bad wigs and they gotta get that money's worth they gotta run through them all and, you know, she was playing, Nikita was playing with that wig in the previous scene, too, when they were talking about playing as married couple. I was like, oh, God, I hope this wig, this wig does not show up in the next scene. Of course it did. Of course it did. This, like, dead raccoon or whatever on her head. And then, so something weird happens. They pull up in a limo to this gate, and the driver is an idiot. He, like, does the code or whatever. He's like, I'm dropping these people off. And like leave them there and go he's like i don't understand what don't you understand they just told you yeah just drop them off you are not allowed inside drop them off and go that's what he does and then 
Nikita is looking up at the sky like she has not been outside in ages. You just got your ass beat in the forest <laughs> last week. You're again in a forest. Like she's looking up at the sky and like feeling the breeze on her face, looking at the canopy of leaves. It was, you didn't find that weird? I must have spaced out on that. Like I was, I was wondering what was going to happen because I was like, oh, this bad guy's about to be on some nonsense, which, which he was. That. Yeah. Which he so definitely like, was on some nonsense. But yeah, I just, that was just a, such, a, such an odd character beat for me because I couldn't understand, like, what was she so enraptured by? So they go inside, they finally meet this guy, and he's weird bad guy. Like, yeah, like, unnecessarily weird like just way too much but yeah and then he got to be on his bs and almost get himself shot in the head playing games like what happens explain this yeah. scene so nikita and michael as what is it peter and sage peter and sage yes. i think it is yes get to go meet bauer and he's like oh you're late and they're like you know sorry and then he just dismissed them he's like mm, i don't trust you have the valet take you back to the gate they'll pay you for your time well also nikita was basically like you have a small dick yeah oh like that was great it's just like, for no reason like, no 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 i it, it totally makes sense because he immediately is like oh you know you're late and all this and coming at him with a whole bunch of energy and i was like nikita's real good at chopping that right in the middle like you come in with all this and she's just gonna hit you right there and just cut that off yeah but and what I, was the point in that i don't know that that was necessary i'm not against it now yeah, I'm all for it, but in that particular instance, I don't know if that's where you deploy that comment. See, I think so because, like, I actually have a note that I love Nikita's acting with him throughout the episode, even after the trauma, because she stays so consistently cavalier about everything he's doing in front of him. Yeah, and I feel like this set the tone for it that, like, he's okay. coming with all this big energy, and okay. she's still just like, mm, I don't care about you that much, my dude. Like, you can do all of this up here. Mm, it still doesn't valid, matter. valid. So, okay. Like I like the tone of that. So, but yeah. So you get the small dick joke, and then he goes to tell them to leave. He'll just pay them for their time. And of course, Nikita and Michael stay in the game. They know, like, oh, this man's about to try and do something too. All right, I guess let's handle business. And so they're getting driven away in a little buggy. And as soon as Buddy stops, that kick Nikita did from sitting in the front seat next to him to kick that man in the face. I was like, yo, one, that was impressive. Two, man, never saw it coming. And next thing you know, he's how getting... could you? How could you, as just a regular human whose body moves in regular ways, <laughs> think that this person was going to hit you with the leg that's not even next to you, sitting down <laughs> in a cart, like so? They yeah, just, like, in a golf a cart, like yeah. no, no one, yeah. nobody so, would be able to see yeah, that coming. That kick, like he ain't know that kick was coming. I still don't think he knows what happened. Like I got hit one, and I still don't know what happened. Where I just remember getting up off the floor. That's what happened to him, where yeah. he got hit, and he's still trying to figure out, like, who hit me and from where? The cart, he's off the cart, he, he doesn't know. The cart kept driving without him. Yeah. So next thing you know, Nikita and Michael, they're off in the woods, and you pan back to Bauer, and he's sitting up there with a sniper rifle trying to look for him, trying to look for him. And I was like, oh, he's looking the wrong way already. He already lost the game. It was he, just a he, matter of who was going to come up behind him, yeah. Nikita yep. or Michael. That's what I we were am. waiting to see. Yeah, because I was like, you sitting there looking through that tiny little scope, no, all your men on the radio like, I don't see him. I don't see him. I was like, oh, you know, slipped up already. And I feel like I just want to make sure we put a pin in this moment that he sets them up 
like obviously this is a test, but he sets them up for all of his men to be hunting them, and they walk right past, like they murk a couple of them, lay them out, sneak right past them, and come right up to his balcony, and like taps him on the shoulder. I feel like that's the kind of thing when someone does that, you need to know who you're dealing with, and I feel like Bauer must have immediately forgot this because what happens later on? So we will talk about it, but. Also, you need to fire your whole team. Yo, yo, yo. Everyone. Because it's not, he was like, "Ah, ahaha, it's cute. Like, it's, you know, it's super fun how you guys just totally made a mockery of my security. That's not super fun. Like, you have some serious security concerns, (laughs) my guy. Like, everybody needs to go start from scratch. Maybe hire Peter and Sage to run your security team because... Just walked right. They got lapped. Yeah, like they're still. Yeah, you're right because they're still way out in the field in the forest, and they're sitting there watching them through binoculars with the dude with a sniper rifle. Like, man, your team is still looking for us out there. Right. right. <laughs> like, like we're in your kitchen. They were in the kitchen having chicken nuggets, and Buddy's still in the forest looking for them. Yes. Like, yes. So Bauer's like, "Welcome to the team," and they get shown to their accommodations for the night and told the plan, which is to release the nerve agent inside of an office building, yeah. right? And this is like a test, not a test, but like to show the, um, the buyers. Yeah, I think how they right. put it was, you always got to shoot a hostage. Like not exactly right. that, but that was, the, that was the metaphor they used, that you got to show, you always got to, no one pays attention until one hostage dies. Right, right. So, yeah. so then there's like a brief moment where Nikita runs off in the night to meet up with Walter. Because yeah, he's in a van? Is yeah, he on the property? I don't I didn't understand. I, all I got from him was that Nikita delivered information. I'm still very, like, even after watching it twice, I'm still not quite sure what okay. she's like. I'm glad it was not just no, me I'm because still... I just put Nikita and Walter. Like, I don't know what happened yeah, there. Like, I understand she gave him the information that was relevant to the plan for the next day, but I'm still not, like, I, like yeah, I don't understand the context of what just happened. Like, she walked through a portal show back up at section one and drop on it. I, I don't know. I don't so know. then we go back to section one. Do you remember what happens in that next scene with section one? Uh, no. Oh, they, oh, yeah. Yes, I do now. Where they start talking about the contingencies and how many people are going to be in the building and what's the problem with trying to get everyone out and the logistics of it. And then they also discuss like, hey, do you think, do you think Bauer would actually do this? And they say without a doubt, he is definitely about it. They're like, huh. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, we know he's about that life because he killed yeah. his yeah. He killed adopted cat, like- son and the cat. Like, at first, just to go back to that for a moment. He thought you were just going to kill the cat. And right. The, the, I thought he was just going to kill the and cat. And the adopted son felt some type of way because you could tell when he told him, Abe, take the cat in the room. And you saw the adopted son like, like, for real, the cat? And yeah. he didn't even know his own life was in danger. But like, that's what you he know, did. He should have stuck to it. If he would have said, no, I'm not taking this cat in there, he'd still be alive. Maybe. I don't know. His, his decision. I don't, I don't know. Okay. What I'm saying, though. His pops might have shot him right then and there. I don't know. Maybe. But all I'm saying is he willfully brought that cat in there expecting to kill yes. that cat. And that's how he ended up getting got. Yes. <laughs> he could have walked, walked away with the cat like he was going to the room and then just left. He could have done anything other than set that cat up to get murdered. You're right. He might have been. So you know who happens. you couldn't have in this scene? A dog. It doesn't oh, work. God. It doesn't oh. work. You can. Be too sorry, evil. cat lovers. I'm sorry, but this is a fact. 
you can't kill dogs on screen like that. You just can't. Yeah, that would actually be too evil. Like, <laughs> that's actually the problem. Yeah. That's, wow. That's a good point. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you know, they're dogs. So the best thing about this earth currently. <laughs> God, 2020 is. Hey, so back to yeah. Nikita. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sometimes reality hits me and I gotta like, maybe we should do that wig drinking game. Like, maybe- I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And you know, here's the great thing about this wig drinking game is that we'll already know before we go to record how many shots we need. So we could just have them there waiting. And as soon as we start talking about it, shot. I think we're going to have to implement this. We'll, we'll talk about this first. Okay. Um, so now we transition to this job at the office building. And yeah. of course it goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I just have, what did I put for this? Nikita gets jumpy about civilians. Yep. And she's right. That was literally my line was that she sees people. She's, she's like, mm, I, don't think, I don't think this is going right. And Michael's trying to calm her down, and nope, she was dead-ass right. Like, like, there's a bunch of people, men, women, children, no. in this building. And, no. okay, so these, they roll up to the spot, and they, like, run inside, and they're gonna, like, place the nerve agents or whatever. I'm not clear on exactly how it went haywire. Um, so I think the security guard who came into the bathroom while they were opening the okay bed. that's right that's what caught them off guard yeah okay and yeah. so things just start going downhill from there nikita and michael make it out yeah bauer does not make it out he gets caught up inside the building yeah nikita that's when she sees the child and the parent in the window yeah uh no the child and the parent were walking into the building somebody else was hitting the window Oh, okay, okay. I'm messing yeah. it up because I remember somebody was walking in the building, but they get stopped first, and that's how Michael keeps her from going in initially. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so Nikita starts like she's freaking out. I've, I, like, of course she is. There's all yeah. these innocent people in here. She's got to stop it. Michael is like, "There's no stopping this." Like, yeah, it's the the cat. It's done. Sorry, yeah. R.I.P. Kitty. The cat's out of the bag. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's no stopping this one right here. Same can be said about Nikita, because she's not about that. She runs inside. What she thought she was going to accomplish, I, other than potentially killing herself along with everybody else, I do not know. She is, like, banging on elevator doors. Yeah, and hitting the elevator, but I was like, yo, like, it's an emergency, my dude. Uh, you can use the stairs. Open the stairwell. Like, <laughs> like, like, and she's just hitting them waiting, and I was like, I was like, is she really waiting for the elevator in the middle of this crisis? It's so <laughs> like, odd. It was just, it was some really odd choices um in this episode so everybody dies basically and bauer he gets down to the ground floor michael is there now they grab bauer and take him out of the building and this is fortunate because now it just seems like maybe they were coming rushing to save him him. because they they did know he was stuck in there like when the other guys came out and everybody got out they're like oh crap bauer's still in there so now yeah which was my note which is she tries to go in there to save people, save the bad guy, keeps her covered. So, so then we go back to the summer camp, the bad guy lair. This is my least favorite scene that yeah. I have ever had in this entire 
series thus far. And it's probably why I did not enjoy this episode. Okay, because I kind of even checked out a bit on it because it made me so deeply uncomfortable that I just, I, I, I just, it was just really bad. Um, so Bauer is hanging out with his girl and Michael and Nikita are, you know, playing happy couple, whatever. There's like a whole conversation about, man, should I kill you? Cause you try to save me, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Super awkward, right? Yeah, whatever. And they, everybody's like dancing and enjoying the night. And then Bauer propositions Michael. He's like, uh, basically, I want to have sex with Nikita. And, you know, Michael is not. Yeah. And like. Uh, Michael is about a lot of things. But. <laughs> like, for a split second, he almost broke cover. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that. I already know what the answer to that is going to be, you know. Um, so then Bauer comes. He's like, let's renegotiate, right? Like, how about I watch the two of you have sex? So they go into, Michael and Nikita go into this room and, yeah. I just, this is the part I wanted to uh, put the pin in before about them yeah. sneaking up on Bauer. Because soon as, soon as he asks Michael pretty much, hey, can I fuck your wife? Michael's face says everything. Michael never even responds to that initial proposition. Right. What happens is Bauer looks him in the face and is like, and then he backtracks and goes, oh, I right. know you might have some mixed feelings. But Mixed is, feelings. Yeah. He says about, he about might have some crazy ideas about monogamy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, guys. <laughs> yeah. And so Michael found the response. He's like, how about you just pay us and we leave? And at this point, Bauer's like, oh, you think you can just leave? That's not what this is. And I'm like, my dude, these are the same are two sure? people. Yeah, I was like, these are the same two people that, like, literally didn't even kill your security guards. Just, like, made fun of them and walked past them the whole team, and showed up behind you with a gun to your head. And so now you're threatening them after they saved your ass, and now you're like, I'm going to fuck your wife before you leave. Like, sometimes yeah. bad guys just like, like no, I, yeah, like, you just like, I want to die. I just want to die. And that's all I could get from this scene was that I was like, yo, like. It's not like, going to end well for you, know, or so we thought. Yeah. The face that Michael makes when Bauer even propositions him, he doesn't have to say an answer. He doesn't even have to say anything. All of a sudden, yeah, like we were just saying, Bauer immediately backtracks and he's all into his whole, like, oh, I know you might have some crazy ideas about monogamy. So he switches into the whole, oh, let me watch. Because that's not, that's not even creepier, actually. And when Michael is just like, yo, just give us the money and let us go. And he decides, like, oh, you can't leave. That's the whole point I wanted to circle back to, was just the whole idea that these two people just made a mockery of your whole security team. Just walked right through them, showed up on your deck, and you standing with a sniper rifle, and they're standing up behind you looking at what you're looking at, like, man, what are we doing, dog? <laughs> like, and so now these dudes in your house, and you just there with your lady, and you want to threaten them? Like, not just threaten them, but then, like, yes, we're going to have sex all together. Like, <laughs> extra creepy. It's like, really just, I was like, man. Bad guys just really don't want to live to the end of the life. They don't, they don't ever want to make it to the next season. Yeah. So but. then Michael and Nikita go into this room and are basically performing. And not they. Nikita yeah. is performing both for Michael and for 
this guy and it's so gross like unbelievably disgusting this entire scene for me um on a lot of levels on on the level that you know michael and nikita they got a thing they got something you know we don't know what it is what it could be well i mean i know what it could be but you know they they got a little something brewing you know there are feelings there and if ever they were to find themselves in a situation like this not with the creepy guy watching you know it's it's for them right but now you have nikita who last week got the shit beat out of her under michael's orders under michael's orders And and they still have all this tension being forced into this thing that might possibly happen naturally later on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm taking it. I'm taking a thunder. But I'm, no, I'm, it's okay. Take 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 the thunder. It's like, fine. It's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's just like this is a thing that could happen organically between them, but not at this moment. Like right now, they've got some stuff they've got to work through, and forcing this moment on them while they're still trying to deal with that just completely ruins the entire idea of what could be, and just takes this moment that we as viewers definitely want to see episodes down the road and just perverse it in the worst way to just make yes. it a horrible thing and it, it just was com- perverse that it, it just felt really perverse and then this guy is like watching and getting his rocks off to it everything about this scene grossed me out like <laughs> from top to bottom this yes, scene grossed me out i'm pretty sure that i don't know if i sensed that this scene was coming because this does happen toward the end of the episode, but I don't know. Just everything about this episode to me just felt slightly off and uncomfortable. Um, and not even like from a writing standpoint, like the writing makes sense for the things that need to happen to push the plot forward. But just the depiction of this scene in particular, it just rubbed me every which way um, the wrong way. So I understand that but i think that's what made the episode good because like it does address the fact that there's this heavy tension between nikita and michael from the last episode and they have something they have to deal with and it's something that normally you should take time and careful discussion and instead their job what they do forces them into the worst possible way to have to confront these things they're dealing with in a way that's not great and it felt like oh like this is like it's tv and i actually enjoyed this that like they couldn't just deal with it in a natural normal way and instead they get forced into like this shit situation. I'm not happy about like Bauer being super creepy and how it comes out, but I do like the fact that like they aren't given just an easy way to discuss like, mm-hmm. this obvious problem they've had since last episode. And instead they just have to like push all that shit down and then go be professional and pretend like this stuff isn't bothering them. I like that juxtaposition that like there's obviously this like slow tension that they need to deal with. But they're spies, so it's like, fuck it, you just got to do you, you got to do the job. So right. Deal with this later. Like, fuck your feelings. Right. And- That's what they said to me. That was, that is, I feel, <laughs> what this episode said to me. <laughs> and uh, that is why I didn't love it. Like, I just felt, I felt very uncomfortable for too much of it. Okay. And I yeah. think that that just, you know, dilutes my possible enjoyment of it but i can recognize that as i said at the beginning it's not that it was a bad episode it wasn't i just did not enjoy it (laughs) i just did not enjoy it at all 
So then while Nikita is doing her striptease, Michael is low-key like putting a bomb into the vents or something and it creates an explosion and then it's like chaos everywhere. Michael runs to go do whatever the hell. Bauer, yes, he goes off Batmaning and then Bauer comes down to the room and Nikita is like there in her underwear and he, this guy, I hate this guy. And I know you hate this scene because I, I literally marked hate it. Down. This scene. <laughs> I, I have it marked down because I remember from from like three episodes ago, the whole idea of her using her femininity to sucker this dumbass dude. I just remember I was like, oh, Alicia hates this moment right here. This one right there. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. I was like, here we go again with this nonsense. Like a guy doesn't always have to be an idiot in order for a woman to best him. Yeah. And Especially I hate the- this trope. I hate it. Kill it dead, please. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it still exists yeah. makes it even worse. Like, yeah. he's so dumb. Like, his, the idiocy of this moment for <clears throat> him, like, Nikita's a beautiful woman and she's there in her underwear. I get it, yeah. man. I get but it. But there's a, someone's literally blowing up your house right this second. <laughs> like, you're running in with a gun because they are actively blowing up your house right now. <laughs> and he's like, I think I can hit it. No, dude, you cannot. You absolutely cannot. And so, me Nikita's pulling him in with her honey trap and then here comes Michael. Um, first of all, her whole head is different. When you knew her, she had black hair. Now you come into the room and she's she got long, long blonde, blonde hair. hair. That doesn't, you don't think twice about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also is not even playing with you anymore. Like she, yeah. Nikita is not actually yeah. playing the game any further. And see, that's what always, that's the one that always gets me is that some reason when Nikita becomes calm and confident, no one ever picks up like, like just like Buddy last episode. Like, she starts playing games with him, and she starts being casual, like, yo, and starts the lean, the relaxed posture. Like, that's Nikita about it. Yes. Like, once Nikita, like, puts away all the acting, and she does that, gets comfortable, and like that, the speech changes. I just feel like you, as a bad guy, if you about that life, you should have been in some dangerous situation. How do you not recognize that, like, man, I think it's changed. the danger. Like, <laughs> the whole vibe changed. You got to pick yo, up on that. Yo, just nothing. Just don't even be like, Hmm, this chick who just ghosted right through my security is super confident right now. Yeah. That's how bad guys don't see another season. Like, and that's how he gets Michael's gun um, pointed at the back of his head. Yeah. Uh, on some bullshit. On some bullshit. So then they have to figure out, like, where were the other bad guys going to put the... Oh, no, they know where they were going to put it. Yeah, so they they're like they have to go to the train station, yeah. right? This and then scene is to- wild. This scene is wild from a 2020 standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But people are dumb. Nah, man, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know people are dumb. Like, I know I've seen, I've literally seen video evidence of the dumbness of people. Yeah. In recent times, I have seen it. Yeah, like, I can think of, like, I was at the mall. Wait, we should actually say what the scene is. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So she runs into a train station trying to get everybody out, starts screaming, bomb, bomb, shooting a gun in the air. And everybody's like, huh, I wonder what's going on. Just standing there looking at her. Nobody leaving. Nobody leaving. 
And you would be like, huh, this is a major hub of transportation and like where a lot of people are at. And someone just came in with a gun screaming bomb. Like that seems real plausible. This scene is just so outrageous. Yeah. It's so outrageous. Literally no one leaves. She is firing her weapon into the air. Crazy woman running around the train station, hair flying all over the place with a gun that is humongous. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Nikita's gun is enormous. And she's like shooting into the air and yelling everybody to get out. And all these people are literally just staring at her. Yeah. All of them. Several times. Like this, that that moment happens like three times in this one scene. Yes. Yes. Like every (laughs) every different part of the train station she goes into, everybody's like, man. She's screaming bomb and shooting. I wonder what's going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, let's just stop and stare at her. <laughs> like, <laughs> so no matter what she does, it takes her so much work to get these idiots out of this train station. Finally, she's like threatening. Michael has run off to find whoever the hell um, yeah. placed a bomb or something. I don't know. Um, so Nikita's like talking to Bauer, like, where is it? Where is it? Like, I don't know, but I know that it's supposed to go off at 6.04. So she figures out that it's on the train tracks. Yeah. So she runs to the train tracks. Once again, these idiots standing on the, um, what is yeah. it called? The, the, yeah, the walkway, whatever the hell it is. Like, whatever, you, whatever. whatever the hell you get on the train at, yeah. You can see we are from a place that does not have uh, subways. <laughs> not at all. We don't have subways in Miami. Um, platform. Platform. There we go. Yeah. Platform. So... <laughs> Um, all the people standing on the platform, look at this crazy lady running around with a gun to everybody to get out. Let's just look at her. Meanwhile, Nikita's going crazy trying to find a literal bomb that yeah. will, you know, disperse nerve gas, nerve agent, chemical, whatever the hell. L-virus. L-virus <laughs> into the air. The train is coming. It's all very dramatic, except not because we obviously know Nikita's yeah. not going to get hit by a train. She pulls it free jumps to the side Nikita saves the day for the moment Yo. right because yep. then she goes back we're back at section one and who does she see there oh, fucking having a drink with with operation and having a drink it with like the operation Operations boss or something like like they are kiki king having a great time. Which I that's what's say, so weird. I just have to say that feels like rich white man vibe. Oh like, yo, for like, real. Like rich white man vibe. Like oh, you just killed a whole bunch of people. That that's crazy, dog. And just I felt like they were amongst each, like they were each other's tribe. Is yes. what that scene really yes. felt like. Yeah, it was like three rich, powerful white men who basically control whatever the hell it is that they want to control, have the world at their fingertips, life and death, literally at their fingertips, sitting on high. And then you yeah, have the rest of else. everybody else, like Scampering doing their dirty work, trying to survive. Yep. <laughs> like, it was that, you know what? That metaphor just hit me way too hard. Like, <laughs> goddamn. And like, then Nikita's looking at this. She's furious. Here comes Madeline and she's like, trying to explain it, you know, shades of gray and we gotta, we can use him to get other people as long as he's continuing to work with us and so on and so forth. Okay, fine. You know what? I totally understand that. But, but the cabal, 
Yeah. The corollary they're having up there. Yeah. yeah. Why are they having a party? <laughs> it, it turns out you can totally ask questions from that same cell you just had them other two dudes in. Not if you're a rich white man, though. Oof, man, man, and, man, man. And this is what I wanted to get to from the first line where I talk about how they've showed how bad he is just to show that it doesn't matter. Like, he was the worst of the worst of the villains mm. so far. Like, mm. kill the cat and everything. Mm. And he didn't have a drink with the boss. You're right. He didn't even get to have a drink with the boss. Nikita. Right. Well, Nikita, yeah, that's a yeah, whole other yeah. thing. But yeah, yeah you're right. Of the all the bad the guys so far, he is the worst, but he's right where he belongs, yep. according to them. Sitting, and this actually sitting in the big office. This actually really makes me understand how we get CW Nikita. Because that scene right there really sets you like, that's CW Nikita's like, that's inception for CW Nikita. <laughs> like yeah. that decision that like, oh, you know, shade to gray, shade to gray. And it's like, right. it's just like you know what? Some shit is just black and white, my dude. Right. Because like, like, eventually the shades of gray, the shades stop being shady. Yeah, it's just and black. And it's just black. Yeah. And you get um, division. Yep. That's, that's exactly, ooh, astute. I like it. So that's where the episode ends. And no, uh, no, no, what? no. Because remember, Nikita comes back with her gun. Oh, and I right. legit thought she would like. I was like, "Oh, please, just shoot at him." Because I haven't seen the show, so I was like, "Yeah, no, I totally it's knew not, because there are no bullets in that gun." <laughs> Man, I was hoping because I was like, "That would be a really interesting way." But what happens next episode? And it's just yeah. Nikita in trouble. Yeah, like you just can't. Because she's big bad, big yeah. bad, and yeah. she like points her gun at him. That big ass gun. That big gun, and it, but it's clearly not loaded. And uh, like you can see, there's no magazine in there or anything. And she pulls the trigger. And what I do like is it shows how impotent she is. Yes, because they didn't even acknowledge her pointing a gun at them. Nope. Like they pan back and they didn't even bother to notice. They didn't see her, know that anything. They don't care that she's mad. It's not important. Nope. Not important to those three men inside of that office man that's we could have a whole nother podcast just on that scene alone uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. where the pod, that's where the episode ends yeah final thoughts i still stand by that i enjoyed this episode a lot like like i understand your point of view and why you particularly didn't but like the things that you didn't like i think make this episode actually very good just yeah unpleasant right but still like narrative wise very good yeah and i yeah no i didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) let me not say i didn't like it it just made me it made me too uncomfortable for me to be able to get past it to see its value narrative wise okay yeah let's go with that that sounds really smart let's go with that um (laughs) Now we are talking about Nikita, episode six, called Resistance. Interesting yes. title. Yeah. I liked parts of this episode. I liked all of the parts with Alex. Yes. And I did not care for the parts with Nikita and Owen. Yeah, but that's because, once again, Owen is still kind of getting the best Nikita or putting up a putting up more of a fight than anyone else. And it's really obnoxious to see our badass girl getting like done to by a dude 
handcuffed to a bed. Like I'm, I, I told, yeah. And you know what? It's not even that for me. It's yeah. I was gonna say the next one. That um, this episode was a lot of table setting for me. You yeah. know, it's a lot of flashbacks. It's a lot of uh, getting everything in order so that we can progress to the next part of this season. And it's just a little bit boring. Like their conversation is just a little bit, just a little bit boring. You didn't really find out through their, through Nikita and Owen's conversations. You don't really find out that much new information. So yeah. So what I liked about this episode was like the whole idea of resistance is like all the characters are playing this interrogation game and they're all playing it at different levels. So you get Alex and she's taking her interrogation test. Like she's trying to learn the ropes and She's the novice and the beginner at this. Then you get Nikita, who's interrogating Owen, but she's doing more than just interrogating him. She's trying to talk him and to flip him, to bring him to her team, which is like the next level of just interrogation. Instead of just getting information, you're trying to sway someone to your side and convince them you're right. And then at the last level, you get the game Percy is trying to play on Michael, where, you know, it turns out this is like um, an integrity test or a loyalty test. And he's running this whole big long con on Michael with a, everybody's involved. Except you come to find out that the real player in this game was Michael, who not only recognized the game being run on him, but is able to pass it while at the same time accomplishing his own goals because he read it right. And Percy doesn't even know that's how he passed it, which is the ultimate level of this interrogation thing, like being able to take this moment and use it to your advantage, even though he's the one that's technically being under being questioned. Right. And I think that's what I really liked about this, like those different levels and different players showing, like you know, the resistance, like to being interrogated. So, so the episode starts with a bad wig. <laughs> um, it's Alex and Nikita at uh, the cemetery, and. The bearer of the bad wig is Alex um, in this scene. Take shot. Uh, we don't have any. Next time. Um, <laughs> and Bye bye liver. <laughs> they are walking to a gravestone. And whose is it? Nikita. It is Nikita's gravestone. And Alex is like, what, what is this? You know, explain. So is it at that point, what does, what does Nikita actually explain? Like, She explains how Division took her and kidnapped her. And then I think she goes in and talks about, like, this has to be what she right. talks about saving our Alex. Like the, the, right, the first so she thing. tells yeah. her the truth about um yeah yeah Yeah. the the truth right i like i love that i made a hand motion like you guys could see it but (laughs) and i copied it back and he he copied it back (laughs) oh but nikita is telling alex and alex's wig the truth about what is happening like who she is like division what division is and how nikita saved Alex's family, let's go to put that save in quotation marks, um, saved Alex because Division sent killers after Alex's family. And when Nikita saw that there was a 13-year-old girl on the list, um, she was like, I'm going to save her. And 
that's what she ostensibly did, but we all know that's yeah. not really what that's happened. That's not the because, whole story. Well, yeah. we, we know that's not the whole story, but we will find out more later the full story of what happened, but also that she didn't really stay, like she saved Alex from death, but she yeah. did not save Alex from tra- trauma. Yeah. yeah. You know, continuing trauma because she ended up getting sold into sex slavery and yeah. hooked on drugs and all that stuff. Alex is not trying to hear this. She runs away. Yeah. You know. Valid. Like, Valid. Yeah. She she's like, I'm gone. So then we transition to division and like Alex waking up in the night. And then it transitions to um computer class. Computer class, right? And, and Burkhoff Al- is Burkhoffing and And Alex is using that goddamn computer messaging Nikita in the middle of the goddamn the computer class. class. And nobody sees shit. All these nope. spies are the most useless motherfuckers I've ever seen in my yes. goddamn life. Alex is texting Nikita on the AIM, talking about, hey, what's up, Sensei? Going on, doing an evaluation. I need some tips. Nikita is, you know, like, hey, okay, what is it? What do they have you doing? Meanwhile, she's got half-naked Owen in the bed. Uh, but, you know, this is just how two chicks chat, you know. We just, <laughs> this is how they communicate with one another. Which, actually, the way you just said that made me think of something. You know, we always talk about all these shows where, like, the ship tees and, like, how they can't have a man and a woman be friends. This episode is a great example of the fact that Owen is half-naked in Nikita's bed, and there is not a split second for even an iota of time where I even almost accidentally shipped them. Not like, a moment. And Same then, with Alex and Michael. That's what I was about to say, is that you get this whole episode where you realize that Michael totally dotes on Alex and cares about her. And at no point in time do you even remotely think that that is, like, a relationship. That is literally his daughter. Like, he know, like he can smell uh, the Nikita his, on her. Maybe his baby sister. Yeah, his ba- yeah okay. His baby <laughs> sister. But he can smell the Nikita on her. Yes. And he's like, I want Nikita, and we can just take care of you and make you better. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, and, We're going to adopt you into the family. And, yeah. you know, this goes to... This goes to one of my favorite things about this show, which is as much as it's about spycraft and kicking ass and assassins, it's really about found family. Yo, Fast and the Furious, my dude. Yay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, next we get Michael going into Percy's office and asking him, like, I thought you wanted to talk to me about me breaking into your office last episode. And I was Love like... It. I was like, just... Right out there, like a G, like how so random. different from Burkhoff. Yeah, yes, yes. Burkhoff up here trying to blame it on students and create lies. Burkhoff was a punk. Yeah, Michael got away with it and was like, "Let's talk about it anyway, dog." Yeah, yeah. Just office. And so Percy's just trying to brush it off and like whatever. And Michael keeps talking that like, you don't have a question. And Percy's just like, "Yo, I'm sure you had a good reason." He's like, I've only ever doubted your loyalty once. And that was when dealing with Nikita. And if that doesn't set up the tone for this show. Yes. It's like with Michael. like, And also what Percy says during the scene is how he's so confident that Nikita is dead. Yes. Dude. I had that next. Like, I was like, yo, you. Come on, Percy. Are you like, dumb? Like. Gotta be the dumbest person I've ever seen. Like, cause I, that was in my notes too. It was just like. My dude, you haven't seen a body, and this is Nikita. Like, you saw her jump into water, and then you shot bullets into a large body of water. Didn't see no blood. Didn't see no body. Like, just she's definitely dead. I'm, I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best shot here at Division. (laughs) Me and my office and my clinic. Clearly, 
yeah. on the planet if you think that you were going to shoot at nighttime into a large body of water and hit a wily, spry individual that is the yeah. size of Maggie Q, <laughs> okay? Yeah. In that body of water, as she's like moving about and trying to get away, you think you're gonna yeah. hit her with a bullet? Get out of here, yeah. man. Like, I'm pretty sure you, I'm pretty sure from like 15 yards, you might not hit a Maggie Q just because like, you know. Like, and then if you did hit her, her little body's going to pop right up. Yeah. Right, right up. There's nothing to hold it down. Okay. Like, like get out of here, Percy. Percy is an idiot. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what my takeaway was when he was just like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I feel very confident. Like yeah. he said it with his full chest. That's what I have. Percy way too confident about Nikita's death. Like just way out there with it. and just. Loud and wrong. Loud, Loud and wrong. And, wrong. <laughs> and then we uh, transition. I mean, you know, he doesn't know this is Nikita's show. He thinks this is. <laughs> he thinks the show is called Percy. So, <laughs> so then we go back to the the loft. This amazing, amazing Yo, space that Nikita lives in. Like, I wish like, I covet this space so badly. Um. So we're back in the loft, and now it's Owen and Nikita. And uh, is this where they get into their little, their their little, little tip? Fight, yeah. Their little yeah. tiff. And she calls them out about, you know, like, can I give you this antiseptic and you not try to blind me or drink it? Right. Like, I love that. Like, yeah. Let me yeah. help you. Help me help you, basically, is yeah. what she's trying to uh, get across. And Owen is not about that because at first, um, like he tries to, he like tries to put her in a chokehold or, or something. Yeah, right? his legs while still handcuffed. Puts her in a chokehold, and then she like, of course, has a knife in her belt and stabs him and gets away. And then he like throws the knife at her. It's a whole thing. Which I just love the fact that she's all about healing him. No problem stabbing him in the leg. Right. And then treats the treats the wound that she caused. She's like, right. okay, let's try this again. Like, right. Like she has now. She um shoots like a dart at him so yeah. that she could put his ass to sleep so that yeah. she can stitch him up. Shot him in the head. He's like, no. And she's like, no, we're not doing Too this. Too late. We're not doing this. Like, I don't have time for this. Um, so then we go back to Division. And Alex is being sent in to do this interrogation of this terrorist, right? Yeah. And Amanda's like, there, you can use the electric shock on him. You got to get him to talk, yada, yada, yada. Alex goes in there. Alex is kind of soft. She's doing a whole good cop yep. routine. Nobody's here for this good cop routine, Alex. Yeah. Absolutely no one. This yeah. man's supposed to be a hardcore terrorist. You think he is afraid of you? No. He calls her out immediately. He's like, how old are you? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, y'all really sent a child in here to interrogate me? The disrespect. Wow. <laughs> So then, of course, what happens, he breaks free. While they're doing that, we realize that this is a part of the, like, no, not yeah. that this is a part of the eval. We know that, but that it's like a whole TV show. It's like the Truman yeah. Show up in here. Percy, Michael, Amanda, everybody is up Burkhoff, in the peanut yeah. gallery. Burkhoff, eating, eating like Twizzlers and yeah. watching this show play out while Alex fails spectacularly, yes. basically. Yeah, that was pretty much my only notion of the scene was that Alex fails interrogation badly. Yeah. Like, just please tell me something. I was like, yo, this dude works for the vision. He gonna be like, yo, she literally just whispered in my ear, please just tell me something, sir. Oh. Like, I was like, get the fuck oh, out of here. Alex. 
So then she fails. And, you know, during that time, Amanda had said, you know, not everybody responds to what you're doing. Maybe now you need to use the electrocution. And Alex refuses to do it. Yeah. And then at the end, after Alex's failure, Amanda says, interesting. Now that should scare you. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime Amanda just says one word like that, it's frightening. Yeah. Interesting. What is interesting, Amanda? What? We find out soon enough what was so interesting about that. The whole time also, Michael is trying to like get Alex out of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And Amanda is trying to explain to him, which Michael already knows, right? But he obviously needs the explanation at this point. She's like, this is, this is what we do. Like, (laughs) this is a part of the whole thing, you know, like, why are you, why are you so up? Why are you so in your feelings about it, basically? And Michael is trying to deflect. And what Amanda says is basically, there must be a reason why this one hits different for you. That's, that's not what yeah, like that's, that's my favorite phrase. But, but that's pretty much what she said. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah. yeah. Like, because she's, and yo, I was just surprised Michael isn't looking because Amanda is giving him that eye. And Michael should recognize, like, ooh, which obviously, you know, I guess he does coming out of the episode ends. But like, yo, I'm not, I, I don't care how badass you are. If Amanda's standing next to you and gives you that look, you got to feel something. Like, I don't give a fuck how badass yeah. you are. Like, you need to be like, man, I'm in danger. Amanda is throwing out some clear hints, not even hints. Like she's telling you something is like, I got my eye on you. Yeah. You know, like this one hits different. I wonder why. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then we find out the kids are going on a field trip. They're going to get on like a bus and go out into the world for a training opportunity. Tom is there. We don't care about him. Um, They get on the bus. Do they get on the bus yet or no? Yeah, I think they get on the bus. Yeah, they go straight to the bus. Um, oh no, 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 no. We dump we drop back to Nikita with Nikita telling Owen about our, her fiance. We go right. back to the law This is when first. Nikita tries to convince Owen to yeah. she tries to flip him. And yeah. she's like, I had an Emily. This scene was yeah. boring. I'm sorry. Like it, yeah, no, it just like, was very boring. Like there's a way I know what they're trying to do, but I feel like there was a better way to do it. Yeah, the only thing I got from this was that I ended up making connections between Nikita and Regina Mills. And Regina Mills Whoa. had her start of Regina Mills gets her start of darkness when she loses her fiance. And instead, Nikita gets her start of redemption losing her fiance. And it's how this trauma completely shapes who these characters are. And it's a very sim- similar trauma. Like someone kills someone they love to force them into this mold. And instead, they completely break out and become something else entirely. And one chooses to become the evil queen. And the other one ultimately chooses to be like a path of redemption. Like, I've got to stop this kind of bad stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We're going to put a pin in that for another conversation. That's deep. You really, you really reach for that one all the way to once <laughs> upon a time. Okay. <laughs> I love me some Regina Mills, though, as you know. Um, yes. So, once yeah. Upon a career, accidentally. Like. What's that? I said, we love Regina Mills. And it's weird that it's more than Lana Perea. Like, yeah, I love Regina Mills as a character. Yeah. Full stop. You know, and especially like regular Regina Mills more than the Evil Evil Queen. Queen. Yes. Evil Queen is too much. It's funny that you can write them Regina Mills, Evil Queen, 
blood of Bria. And you're like, man. Yeah, I just really love Regina Mills. We will not get on a tangent about Once Upon a yeah, Time. Yeah, so. yeah, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, yeah, she's trying to convince him. And my problem with this scene is that we know already every single thing they've said. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's like a long scene just to tell us what we already know. Yeah. You know, and I understand that Nikita is trying to give this information to um, Owen. And there's a reason for that later, but it just doesn't hit right. It just is yeah, not dynamic enough. Yeah, we don't need to hear it. Like she can summarize for us and kind of cut through the scene or something. Because it's something that's been told to us so many times that having her tell that story again. Yeah. There's no impact from it. And nothing is the, the, story scene, the scene is very static because he's tied to a bed, you know. And I think at yeah. this point he is naked. He lost his like pants privileges from the when he stabbed her or whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> So yeah, it just, it's just, I didn't care for the scene, but it does set up that Nikita tells Owen about Daniel and she tries to make this connection about this is where Owen messed up because he allowed his heart to be compromised, basically. Yeah. And division is not about that falling in love kind of life. And that's going to lead you down the wrong path always yeah. when it comes to division, right? Yeah. So then, we're back to the um the bus. bus. Yeah. Okay. Tom, That's he decides ridiculous. to bring up the kiss. He says, this man says, I wasn't expecting anything out of it. Really? Really, Tom? Then why did you do it, sir? If you so-called were not expecting anything from this kiss, then why did you force this kiss? On to Alex. For what reason? I hate him. We know that. Everybody who listens yeah. to this podcast knows how we feel about Tom. Yep. Tom yep. is a Monel. Yeah. And no, he's not. You know who he really is? Who? Remember when we watched um, Orange is the New Black? Um, beer can. The, the beer can. The oh, the PO. Yes, who the was one who always thinks he's trying to do the right thing. With Daya. Yeah. Right? And no, like no, they no, had a relationship? No, no, no. no. Um, no, that guy's terrible too, but yeah. terrible in a different way. No, the like one with the all mustache. the men on Orange is the New, yeah. yes. new Black yes, are awful. <laughs> so not, not um, Pornstash, but the other okay. one who becomes, war, who becomes the warden. Oh, yes! And like how he's always yes. trying to do super save a hoe, but he always burns That's up and then he gets exactly mad at the people he's trying right. to save. That's who Tom that is. That is who Tom is. He is yeah. Captain Savo. Yeah. But none of these women are asking for him to and save them. Are perfectly fine they without don't him. don't need him. Yes, and he all, and then he gets in this feeling that they're all doing their own thing. Like he's like, "You should want my help," and he takes offense that they don't want to be saved by him. And yes. then he gets in this feeling. That is who Tom is. That you are exactly right. Tom is. Damn, I can't remember that man's name from Orange yeah, is Black. But you remember who I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. The warden guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that is so illuminating. So okay, um, Tom, he's like, I I didn't really want anything out of the kiss whatever tom the bus gets hijacked and you find out okay alex wakes up in like a room or something and yeah. she's tied up she's a hostage and that's when we find out that this is a part of another training simulation and yeah. of course here they go again watching popcorn and twizzlers you know watching watching this this thing unfold um because they want to see what alex is going to do and Michael is stressed, yo. 
like, like mad about the electricity. You don't got to do that. And they're like, yo, we do this to every recruit. Yeah. Like, to give him a fair point, they did also bring up that one recruit who's like, oh, yeah, that dude lasted 18 hours. Like, yeah. And then he had such severe PTSD, we had to kill him. And right. Like, it was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that part, you know. Yeah. Forgot about that. And I, maybe I jumped the gun earlier. I wonder if it was this scene in which Amanda was like, why are you being yes. so touchy yes, about it, it this yeah, time? It, it was the, the scene. Okay. Yeah. So then Alex decides on an interesting tactic, right? Snitching early. <laughs> like, early. <laughs> like, like quick. Like he asked her the question three times on the third time. She was like, here, this is my truth. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you all the things I work for division. They took me from, <laughs> they took me from a cell, like on death row or whatever. And then they trained me to kill. It's totally against my will. <laughs> like, it's like, still all the tea, all the tea. But there's a method to her madness. Yeah. That, of course, Amanda picks up on. Right? Yeah. Amanda is like, I don't know if she says it in this scene, but eventually Amanda is like, this is really, this is the interesting tactic because she's trying to commiserate with her um kidnapper and position division as their mutual enemy yeah you know and i was like you know alex got that smart nikita um intelligence you know so then we switch back to nikita's law and i have a very important question what is a veggie shake like something i would never ever 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 in my life imbibe nikita it's just a smoothie girl just say a smoothie like, we've all had green smoothies. Why are you calling it a veggie shake to make it sound as disgusting as humanly possible? <laughs> like, <laughs> the kid is there, like, and you see she got ingredients. She's fixing up veggie shakes, and she keeps saying veggie shake, and she's like, you know, oh, like, what is your plan? She is. We all know Maggie Q know. is a vegan, and yeah, I, yeah, okay, Maggie, we know. <laughs> Nobody is trying to drink vegan shakes. That makes me think of ice cream and vegetables, and I don't want it. <laughs> I do not want that, okay? I will, however, take a delicious green smoothie. I can do that, but stop calling it a veggie shake, please. So she's trying to force these veggie shakes on Owen. That's why he got to escape. <laughs> he had to leave. He had a simple one. And he's like, oh, I got to go. I got this to is get out of here. Veggie shake? I don't care about all the violence, but the veggie shake? No. Uh, I'm a carnivore, is what Owen was trying to say in this scene. And what I really like about this scene is that Owen is like, what is your plan? Um, and Nikita is like, I'm going to find the black boxes. I'm going to find the guardians. I'm going to kick their ass. And then I'm going to have a veggie shake, which I translate to find them, beat their ass, hydrate. Yeah. That's Nikita's and, whole plan. And like the problem is that anyone else that would sound cocky, but from Nikita, that's her legit ass plan. That's and her like, plan. And it's workable from her. Like it's like been working. Yeah. Like we are six episodes deep. And granted, this is the first time we have seen the veggie shake, but you know, find them, beat their ass, hydrate. That's it. That's yeah. it. You know? <laughs> so um Owen talks about how he like he grew a heart with Emily and wah wah, it's all sad. We all know this story about how um, Bianca Lawson got fridged in the previous episode. So then we go back to the field trip. So what happens is uh, after Alex gives in real easy, now she's talking, they're trying to get more info and she's not telling them. So they decide, oh, 
but we got your friend. We're going to torture him. Alex gets real cocky here. She's like, yo, you you don't have a whole bunch of us. Like, you can't just be willy-nilly killing us. And Nick, Amira was like, oh, really? So then you cut to Tom in there, and they got him strapped down, and they give him the heads up. They're like, yo, calm down, recruit. This is part of the training exercise. He's like, oh, all right, and keeps fighting because he's- Tom is being a Tom. And so they go ahead and just eject this dude with some puffer fish poison or whatever to fake his death, <laughs> hit him with a blanket in the chest, and just throw his body in front of Alex. And that's when Alex decides, like, oh, we're really killing people. I got to make a move. Right. And here she goes. Alex, Alex gets the hell up on out of there. Yeah, like, breaks free, shoots Buddy in the chest. And I love when it cuts back to Burkhoff, when he's like, yo, it's been 45 minutes, and she's five miles gone through the woods <laughs> in the dark. And, like, she is moving. Like, yo, out of here. I don't blame her. Like, yeah. who knows what happens next? You got to move. I can't run a block uh, without getting out of breath. <laughs> Wes, 45 minutes. Five miles in 45 minutes, which, you know, if you're like a real 10 k that's not great. But this is through the woods in the dark. After barefoot. trauma. Yeah, after being electrocuted in the dark barefoot. Like, you were doing some real stuff like that. I mean, you know what? When your life is, when your life depends on it, I bet you you can go pretty fast. Then we transition to another flashback. Yeah. Yeah. And Nikita finds Alex up underneath the bridge and she gives her um, like a new ID and $5,000, which I mean, this show wasn't that long ago. I don't know what you're doing with $5,000 in today's world. I don't, that's not going to get you very far. Um, but she gives her $5,000 and a new ID and she's like, I just always thought that if I could save you, that at least I would have done one thing good with my life. So, you know, here's this stuff and you can go and make a new start for yourself. Alex, at that point, is like, maybe, maybe I'll stay. Right? Like, I mean, obviously, we know she stays. But she she decides maybe she doesn't want to, you know, go on the run. Then we go back to the field trip. And Michael is, you know, he's he's big mad because everything has gone haywire. And he's like, I'm going to go find, <laughs> I'm going to go find Alex. And Percy is, he's worried because she's like, she knows too much already. And she has too much information that she can tell. And Michael's like, who is she going to call? Yeah. So the world knows she's just a dead junkie. Like, who is she going to call? Alex, we know who Alex is about to call. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> we Immediately. know who Alex is about to call. So then we go back to the loft. And that's when Owen tells Nikita, one, where the black box is located, and yes. two, that he wasn't just a cleaner. He was a reaper. a reaper. Yeah. What is that, Owen? Ooh. And so then Owen explains what a reaper is. He is the cleaner who cleans division agents. And more specifically, he cleans the messes division agents make, like when they fall in love with people. And then he tells Nikita about how he didn't recognize her name or Daniel's name, but he recognized that lake house. And he was the person to go and kill Daniel. And all he can tell Nikita is that it was fast. Mm. And I was like, oof. Like, I really Nikita- like that, actually. I really, really, as much as I did not care too much for their scenes, yeah. this scene I really liked because it lets you know who Owen is. Yeah. And like, oh my God, Nikita's face. Like, 
that moment where like, you know, like I'm confident she wasn't going to kill him. But for a split second, you were like, you know, that thought crossed her mind where she's like, oh, he might be gone. And like, you know, she had to pull back from that because whatever else Nikita is, he is a motherfucking killer. And like, don't have a, like, yeah. Don't let the pretty face and the veggie shape confuse yeah. you. Nikita will murder you. Yes, and like, she is obviously heartbroken. But yeah. what I found very interesting, two things. One was, like I said, I really like this because it really shows Owen's character in yeah. that he's not going to like apologize necessarily for what he did. That was his job at yeah. that time. You know, he didn't, there was no connection there, yeah. but he understands the impact that it has on Nikita. And I like that he tells her immediately and that the way he sees her pain and the way that he tries to lower it even just a little bit is just to say it was fast yeah you know he didn't suffer and to me that's just like the most in the most real sense a killer talking to another killer this is their language yeah you know like Like, this is what i can give you this is the only mercy i have to offer yeah and like I like those kind of scenes. I've read it. Uh, Honor Harrington has a scene like that where uh, the main character kills, like she's at war with this other country, and it's Eloise Pritchard is the president, and then Eloise's husband is the main uh, admiral for their navy, and they're fighting. And everyone understands, like they got into a battle with Honor Harrington. Honor Harrington won, and she killed this woman's husband. And they talk, and they acknowledge that there was nothing personal in it. And that while there is like some anger in her heart, it's not anger directed definitely at her. It's that situation that like we were on opposite ends of this battle and I'm very sad that I lost my husband and I'm sad that you did it, but it is what it is. And like, that's killers talking. Like, right. and they mentioned that like this president wasn't the president who got elected. She killed the people before her and was like, we're going to fix this country. And if I got to kill all of you idiots. And so like, they have this moment where they acknowledge this like two real motherfuckers sit there talking like this wasn't personal this wasn't hate this was us doing our thing and that's what i got from this scene is yeah Yeah. like yep and then also what nikita asked owen during the scene is did michael know oh and thank god he said like thank god like that shit was about to be because the whole rest of the show would be different yeah like the division would have got blown up that episode (laughs) like that would have been the end like fuck your black box but I love that I love that she asked and I love that Michael didn't know and what Owen says is you know I take my I took my um orders directly from Percy yeah another nail in your coffin yo yo (laughs) getting tight getting tight in there um something I always have been thinking about lately is that every episode begins with not a flashback but Nikita doing a voiceover telling us every like doing the whole backstory, yeah. right? Yeah. And then she ends it with, and the last thing they they'll hear before the end is my name. And I'm like, yeah. but does that actually happen? Like I know I don't actually know if they might be saying it. You know, if that's like I'm really excited to get to the end to see if that's really how it works it, out. Or yeah. or even if it's when individual people come to they come to their end what is the last thing that they hear even though i've seen this a bunch of times like i haven't really thought about, about it because usually yeah. i skip the 
I skipped the um the opening like credits or whatever. Yeah. Nikita mm-hmm. goes to the rescue because Alex yeah. calls and yeah. she's like, "Yo, I'm in a situation." And can I just talk about how cute it was that when Nikita strips right in front of Owen, he turns his head and looks away, and I was like, "That was adorable." Like that was adorable. Like he may be like, a killer, but he's also a gentleman. Yes. You know, like he's he's like Owen is when it comes down to it. As we get to know Owen, Owen is a decent guy. Like yep. he is in the end, he's like a dependable dude. Yeah. You know, like he has his own way of doing things, and sometimes they're very self-destructive. But for the most part, his intentions are always, you know, right on, right on yeah. brand. So Alex calls Nikita. Alex makes it to a payphone. She calls Nikita, gives her the rundown. Nikita's like, it's a trading op, but I'm on my way at yeah. any rate. Nikita goes and she like does her whole strip. Like she basically putting on her superhero uniform. Yeah. Grabs her guns and whatnot and hightails it out the door. Owen low-key spies like the morphine and a yeah. needle. Leaves you thinking, what is going to happen next? Uh, back to the field trip, Nikita shows up. Alex sees her. Alex is going toward Nikita. Michael pulls up. The whole family is here. Michael pulls up. Mom, dad, everybody. <laughs> Which, can I just say how slow Michael must have been that, like, he had a tracker on Alex. They never did not know where she was. Alex got to a payphone call Nikita. Nikita fucking teleported to her yes. girl. Yes. Because, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, where even was Nikita? We have like, where, yeah. where, where is, is this law? This place, like, where is Nikita's law? Where in the what woods is Alex just ran out of? Where was yeah. Michael coming from? Where they were watching it because they yeah. weren't at the location. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, they weren't. But still, know, the fact that like Nikita got there the same time as Michael, when Michael was like, "We got a chip in her. We know exactly where she's at." Nikita had to wait for the phone call and was like, "Yo, I'm there." And right. like. So Michael pulls up behind Alex. Alex has to act like she didn't see Nikita. Nikita ducks behind like the gas station or whatever, which is where they are. And Michael is telling her something very sweet. Yeah. He says, I'm not going to lose you you too. I have that in quotes. Alex is concerned. She's like, I killed this guy. Like, I understand it's a training mission. That's what you're telling me, but I still killed this guy. What is going to happen to me? And Michael's like, nothing. Uh, basically, if I have anything to, to say about it, nothing is going to happen to you, and I'm not going to lose you too. And my heart, just a little bit, it squeezed yeah. just a little bit, you know, just yep. because, as you were saying earlier, at no point do you get confused about what the relationship is between Michael and Alex. Yeah. In all four seasons of this show, it is very clear. Yeah. And this moment you understand right like michael obviously he has a type right but there are the qualities in alex that reflect nikita and that is what is pulling him and why he feels some type of way about her yeah you know and but in a in a caretaking way but not in a creepy tom caretaking way yeah yeah like actually helping someone instead of like I want you to depend on me so you need me kind of Tom way right yeah right so Michael takes Alex and they go back to division and Michael is like you know like he had already told 
Alex, I got this. So when he gets there, he's like, I got her. We're going to take her to level six and deal with her or whatever. Like yeah. he's going hard, right? Yeah. And I love it because then you come and find out Percy opens up his whole big reveal that, oh, this was really a test. Like it was a test for Alex, but it was also a test for you. Because like I said, the only time I didn't, I've ever felt that you might be disloyal was with Nikita. And I wanted to see if this was going to be another one. And all I can do in my head is laugh that Michael peeped the game and caught on real quick and knew exactly what everything was about and managed to submit his loyalty to Percy while still doing what he said he was going to do, which is save Alex. And Alex stormed off in a huff, but she don't seem to realize she stormed off in a huff and got to go to her room. Exactly. Because that's why Michael came in so hard. Like, yeah, we about to cancel her. Basically, take her to level six and we're going to deal with her. Because that's not what Percy was expecting. That was the test right there. And so Michael already knew I'm coming hard. And it's going to appease Percy. And then everybody gets to wake up tomorrow morning. Yep. Basically. So then what happens? So then we get the next flashback where... Alex confronts Nikita and asks her, like, oh, what do you do? And, you know, Nikita offers Alex a chance to do some computer work. And then how I have it in my notes is that Alex recruits herself. <laughs> like, you can train me, and I can be a spy and a ninja, too. And, like, I can't lie. If I was 19 years old and met Nikita Mears, I'd be like, I want to be a ninja, too. Like, yes, yes. Like, Show me your ways, sensei. Like, especially- like, <laughs> yeah. like, why would you not? Like, what else are you doing? You were, yeah. your family has been murdered. You know who murdered them because Nikita told you who murdered them. You got sold into sex slavery. You became addicted to drugs. Yeah. Nikita found you. She's like, the same Legit- people who killed your family, I'm running game on them currently. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is what my life is, basically. is like finding them, dealing with them, and I'm going to take them down. You're like, oh, you're going to take down the people that killed my family? Deal me in. Yeah. Like, all I got left on the other side is, like, drug addiction and prostitution. Hey. Or I could be a ninja. Right. Like, like yeah. listen, let me go. Let me show me your ways. Teach me your ways. Yeah. So Alex joins the team. And then we're back in present day. And womp, yeah. womp, Owen Alex. is gone. Yeah. When Nikita gets back to the loft, Owen is gone. And he leaves her a little note, and he's like, I have to do this on my own. I'm sorry. Yeah, but still don't understand I, that. What I do like, well, Owen is alone. He's never worked with other people. He has only ever worked by himself. I yeah. think it would be dishonest for him to immediately be like, yes, let's team up. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, it's going to take some time. And I, I, I mean, it. even throughout the entire series, Owen is a lone wolf. He's yeah. just a lone wolf with a pack that he comes back to. Yeah. Yeah, he does just you know? wander off and then come back like, you know, <laughs> like I brought you guys a dead puppy. Like, you You're right. Dead. Right. Here's my contribution. <laughs> That's, you know, Owen is a cat. Yeah. Yes. Man, cats yeah. are coming in strong these two episodes. Wow. <laughs> but yes, Owen is essentially a cat. What yes. I do like is that afterwards, Owen goes to like dig up the, um, the, the black, black box, box and it's exactly where he's told he just- Nikita that it was. Yeah. And that's an important part because yes. it shows that he really, he was being honest with her and yeah. trusting her. But in fact, he really, after thinking about it, he's like, no, I gotta, I have to do yeah. this by myself. I have to avenge Emily, Bianca Lawson yeah. by myself for 
all he knows, Bianca has risen from the dead. As we know, she is a vampire. And yeah. she's off living her, her best vampire life somewhere. But he's going to make it right. 21 since like 1995. Oh, anyway. Since the beginning of Hollywood. And then that's the end of, uh, that's the end of that episode. So what are your final thoughts? Like I said, I actually enjoyed it. I like the parallels of all of them trying to run game and the different levels of game they're trying to run and the different levels of success across all the different characters. I like a nice, like, I guess I'm simple. I like a nice, clear theme on what the episode is doing and what it's trying to show and that still also moves the plot forward. You know, obviously not so much with Nikita and Owen with them just telling each other, like, these are what we've done the last five episodes <laughs> to each other. but. Uh, like the relationship established between Alex and Michael and seeing how that's progressing is really, really nice. And just also seeing the slow divide between Michael and division mm-hmm. and like the levels of distrust and the working against each other. And like, first he just pretty much knowing how to just put his foot all the way inside of his mouth all the time. This like, is a big episode for Michael. That's, yeah. the, that's the big takeaway for me. You can really see the writing on the wall, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. as far as what's going to go down with Michael pretty yeah. soon here. Because Percy, he just doesn't know. He's too cocky. Yeah. And He's like, just too just, cocky. And it never makes sense. Just like, just like he thought Nikita was dead. You'd be like, my dude, like, you are just reckless with these bad decisions. Like, reckless. Reckless. And, you know, he, this was the start. Like, the cracks already started between... Michael and Percy, but yeah. now I feel like they're both acknowledging yeah. that the cracks are there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's only gonna get worse from here yeah. on out. I look forward to that and Tom's impending death. Spoiler. Oh my god. Sorry. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not even sorry. I'm not even sorry. <laughs> so so oh. that's it. That that is a wrap for episode six of La Femme Nikita and Nikita. Hope you enjoyed the show make sure you find us on instagram at lafemme versus nikita hey if you want what would be really cool is like go to apple podcasts and like leave a review or hit some stars or something that'd be awesome it'd be cool to see that and as mm-hmm. always you can definitely you know send us a comment chat us up ask us questions we'll answer them on the pod all that good jazz thanks for listening bye bye